everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Today we've got a Beyond the Void episode for you, and it's going to be one like we've never done before. We actually have some guests on the Beyond the Void episode. So by now you guys have uh, seen uh, or heard Jesse and Connor from Aristocrat Detailing. And uh, they're going to hang out with us and talk about some uh, some stuff on the Beyond the Void show. So, uh, guys, introduce yourself. Jesse. Jesse. I'm Connor. Connor. David. And then we've always got David. I'm here. Old Steady over there. He's Steady Eddie. He's making Austin crack up there in the background. Dude's drunk <laughs> as shit. I don't know what Austin's <laughs> fucking problem is. I seriously don't understand. I look over, he's falling off the stool. Sorry, guys. He said David. He's, he said Dave did. I'm not. He's. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He struck a funny bone with him. Sorry guys, that was my fault. <laughs> First off, I didn't touch his bone. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. All right, so we've got a list of possible show topics. We have no clue what we're gonna do. David's actually gonna pull them out of oh, a hat here. Oh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna and, start right uh, now. I'm gonna ask Mitch a question. These are. Oh, character kill. Character killers. Character killers. Conformity. Oh, man. Yeah, so... They want to kill your individual personality. Right. A.K.A. media, other people... Society in and general. And the government. Yeah. yeah. Society in general. Yeah. So that, that topic is based around the idea that um, the general public wants to diminish individuality for the sake of society, so to speak. So if you are a, a strong, powerful person, they want to try to take away your strength and take away your power uh, to to make you more or less conform to society. Yeah, like Jesse. So Jesse rides motorcycles. Right. 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 Likes to go fast. Okay. Doesn't give an F. Right. All right. Wants to be a small business owner. Right. Wants to be successful. And they want to tell him that... That's not the quote-unquote way you're supposed to be. Right. You're supposed to fall into groove with everyone else. Yeah. You're supposed to go to high school. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to do these certain things and not be what you want to be. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll usually label you as some form of an ist, right? So you're, you're going to be misogynist or you're going to be sexist or, or have – if you're a guy, it may may have some term associated to toxic masculinity or some <laughs> toxic. Is that a thing? Oh, God, toxic yeah. masculinity. Oh yeah, oh. you can't be too masculine in today's world. That's that's toxic, right? Like being a, a is that a, is that really a thing? Being a strong yeah, man, absolutely leader of a group of people, or a Connor's leader of a household. looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like no, dude, seriously, they no. do that. Oh yeah, absolutely, they yeah. Toxic masculinity is a very real term that gets thrown out at somebody who's actually achieving something, who's doing doing well at something. So you're trying to be a man, you're trying to be tough, and they're like, you can't be that tough. Right, like you can't be a man. You got to be. You got to be something in between. You're insensitive. Yeah, yeah. Insensitive to everyone else. Let's say you're a guy that's really disciplined and you eat right and you go to the gym often, so you have a very specific physique, right? Like when we were growing up, that would be a meathead, right? Quote unquote meathead. Well, maybe, but now that gets labeled as a toxic masculinity trait. As in, as in, you're trying to tell other men they're not tough enough. 
Well, it's, I mean, well, it, it, I'm asking you. Well, like, what do you, what, what they're do you trying think to that indicate is? is that's a that's that's not something to be revered. That's something that you shouldn't strive for, right? You shouldn't. You should just be a fat waste of space, right? And get diabetes exactly. and have health a fat issues. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Con- so, Connor has leaned into the mic like four <laughs> fucking times, and he doesn't know when to jump in and say something. It makes me laugh. Every time. Like I see him. This is him. He's like, I think about it, and then I see him just go. I'm like, I'll just you gotta know. Wait, wait. No, you gotta. You can't hesitate. This yeah. is what we're talking about. You gotta be tough. You gotta. You, you just, you just gotta, gotta get in. in there and get it. That's toxic masculinity. There you go. <laughs> so that's all you got. Deep thoughts, from Connor. <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, you take a guy that that like spends serious time working on their physique, eating right, and everything else, right? That's no, that's no easy phys, easy feat to do, right? I mean, the, the discipline to eat correctly for as long as it takes to develop a good physique, the dis- discipline to attend the gym for as long as it takes, and you're gonna try to diminish that by saying, well, that guy's. He's so you're telling me that masculine. you're telling me that other people say that they are diminishing others by doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the the dad bod thing, right? You actually see, those guys were fat, right? But you'll see, and, and this is all propaganda. You'll see you'll see clips on Facebook. You'll see clips on you know, YouTube Shorts and and TikTok and everything where they're polling women on the street. And, and they're showing you all the women that say they would prefer a dad bod over a guy with a nice physique. And that's not, like, I can guarantee you that's not the actual outcome of those polls. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to water you down and make mm-hmm. you think that it's okay to be lazy and it's okay to be fat. And maybe more women like this. First of all, women don't know what they I, like. I, I'm just like, I'm letting him, you know, Connor just told me, I, he leans into the mic and I can't say anything. I'm letting waiting. him have it. I'm letting you have it. Jesse's going to say something instead. Like I said, first of all, women don't know what they like, but I think a lot of that stems from... <laughs> That's sexism, people, people, and I love it. <laughs> it is. There you are with an ism. I think people... The majority is lazy. That's how it is. Preach. They see people out there getting after shit, whether it be going to the gym or with work, etc. And it makes them feel some type of way. And they want to tell that person, you don't need to do that. The only thing that matters is the kind of person you are. Right. No. You know what I say to that? The kind of person you are dictates sometimes how you look and how you, not necessarily how you look, but how you present yourself to others. Right. Okay. If, if you, Look, I know a lot of bigger I'm uh, this is going to sound bad, but I don't mean it to sound bad. I know a lot of bigger girls mm-hmm. that work out all the time and that are fit as fuck. Okay? Powerlifter chicks. But they Ugh. present themselves in a manner that makes them appear sexy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not typical. It's not typical oh, um cosmo Politan bullshit. Right. But dude, they work out. You right. know, they're taking care of themselves. It's not always going to come off in a physical appearance, but the the character that is being built by that level of dedication. Yeah. It it's going to come off in how they act. It's going to come off in their level of confidence. It's going to come off in their, you know, what they're able to do with their life because they know what they're capable of and they know how to carry themselves and they're confident with who they are. And ultimately, any of that toxic masculinity bs is trying to erode your 
level of intimacy with who you are as an individual and what you're capable of and your self-confidence and everything else. They're trying to make you okay with being lazy. Yeah, and you know, that's not just a woman thing. So like when we were in high school, Cody Smith, mm-hmm. a great mm-hmm. friend of ours, yep. that dude was a, I don't want to say pudgy. He was a heavy set guy. Right. But you know what? When he went to the weight room and lifted weights – and people were like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, he could lift some serious weight. Right. But when you looked at him, you didn't see that. Yeah. But we're then not. when you knew those things, you were like, like, he had an an aura around him of, I don't give a shit. Right. I take care of myself. This is who I am. I'm, you know. Yeah. And that transposed into his personality and who he was. Right. Now, imagine him, somebody like him, and, and he's gone on to do good things. Yeah. Imagine somebody like him being labeled as toxically masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I think of Cody Smith, right. I do not think of him as toxic in any way. Right. Like, he's the most down-to-earth, likable guy you would ever meet. Right. But when he got in the gym, I mean, he could put some serious weight on the bench and just get after it. Right. And then when you see him, you're like... Oh, shit. And like, you wouldn't even expect that from him. Right, and that doesn't come without discipline and ded- dedication towards a goal. Yeah. They want to water everyone down. So, you know, I drive around and I see the peace. You know, the peace sticker, yeah. the bumper yeah, yeah, yeah. sticker. Yeah. That's just not the way it is. We're not all going to be friends. We're not all going to get along. Everybody is different. Violence has created a lot of great things in the history of this world. Most most significant things throughout the world were created through violence. Yeah, there's a false sense of, um, I don't want to say that we can't all coexist. Like that's the great thing. The coexist, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. I, think, I yeah, knew yeah, you, yeah. I knew where you're going. The coexist bumper sticker, and and people want to. It's like my sister is this way. We they think that everyone can live if we all strive for it in this utopia. Of, you know, we could, if we all work together, we can all get money from the same, the government, basically, right. is what they're saying, which is, you know, socialism, communism. We can all live together and we can all do this together. But they don't realize you can't live that way. That's not how mankind works. People are evil. People are go getters. People are lazy. People, there's all of these different styles of people and mindsets and cultures that don't allow that to happen. Right. Okay. So when you say what the real true meaning of coexist is, is you have to let me be masculine. You have to let me go and work and make my money and keep my money. And I have to let you, I shouldn't expect you to go work as hard as I am. If you don't want to work that way, right? Like we don't think of it that way, you know, and I try to, you know, I try to take it all in and say, Hey, if I want to work, I want to do this. If you want to be lazy, be okay. I can't come to you and say, dude, you're lazy. Get off your ass. Right. All I can say is, Hey, if you want to be at this level, this is what it takes. Right. If you want, but if you want to be at your level, the challenge for me is to accepting you at your level, right? Stay at your level if you want to. And don't let me get in your shit if that's what you want to do. The government waters that down by taking part of what you've earned and giving it to the person who that's, chooses not to earn. That's not to socialism. Work that right. And that's the battle we're in right now yeah. in this country. Right. And so that waters down the individual. When, when you grade everybody on the curve, now all of a sudden winning isn't so great. Yeah. And the losing F, ain't so bad. The F's are D's and the A's are B's. Right. And everybody gets a trophy. 
Right. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone's got to have. A That's trophy. why my daughter plays competitive mm-hmm. soccer. Not everyone gets a trophy. Right. We're right. trying to change it all. I mean, uh, we're trying to change it all. I was I was having a conversation with a guy who uh, runs a martial arts studio, and he's he was getting ready. Like this has already happened, but he was like the next weekend he was having a martial arts tournament, right? And he said, "You know what the greatest part about it is? We have one trophy. That there's not even a first, second, and third. It is one for the winner." And everyone else is all equal. There's the whole, second place is literally lumped in with the losers. The whole coexist deal, what they don't understand, if there was a plate of chicken on the table right now, and there was two pieces, and that's the last chicken there is, me and you are fucking fighting over it. I kill everyone that's how in this it is. room right. with that fucking pen. That's how it is. And that's the way life is. Yeah. Eat or be eaten. I say it all the time. That's Some people might not sleep well at night knowing that that's how it is. That's how it is. Well, there's a false, there is a false sense of reality in this country that is, hey, if I just do enough, I'll be fine. You know what I mean? We talk about this on the show all the time. That's true. There will be, but you know what? You won't be successful. Right. And when the, and when you get to be 50 and you're 55 and you're 60 and you ain't been hustling, Mitch hates hustling, by the way. Hustling grind. If if you haven't been hustling, I, when I say hustling, I don't mean hustling people. I mean working as hard as I fucking can. That's how I see it, work. right? Mm-hmm. If I haven't been hustling that whole time, and I get to fifty five and I'm re- not retired, I'm pissed. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been working this. That's my goal. I'm trying to get there the whole every freaking day. Yeah. Buy crypto. No, <laughs> I don't buy. Crypto. I'm an I'm an anti crypto person. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I'm talking about on the other show. Uh, what's the retirement age? 55. What do you mean retirement age? Like when can you start drawing Social Security without a... First off, let's talk about it. Retirement age is whenever you have enough fucking money to retire. No, no, okay, so the, the quote-unquote... You can pull out of your 401k at 55. 55. You have to pay an extra 10% penalty until, until you're 60. 60. 61, I think. Okay. Okay, you can't actually draw out of Social Security until you're 62. I don't think you can get into Medicare until you're... 64. Three or four or something like That's that. That's another okay. scam. What's the average life expectancy in the U.S.? <laughs> 70, 75, I think. I thought it was 75. I think it's going two? down, actually. So, so you got to work your whole life to live 10 years. Yeah. Fuck right. that. you got to work your entire life. You guys want to talk about retirement. We'll t- talk about that here in a little bit, too. <laughs> what I t- always t- say for 10 years. is you spend 65% of your life at work. If you don't like your work, you didn't like your life. Right. Right. Is that wrong? That's a, that's a that's great a, way to look at that's it. That's a very true. That's a very good thing to say. But the problem is, when you're 20, you, you're what it, what you enjoy is different from when you're 30. And then when you're 40, it may yeah. change. And when you're 55, it may change. That's the only. That's the only problem with that mentality. It, it's not a problem. I don't. I mean, I don't mean to bust your balls about it, but bust them. When you get older, your what you enjoy changes. I mean, when you were 16, whatever you enjoyed is not what you enjoy now at 24. It changes. You know what I mean? One of the societal problems is they they try to put you into a box to think that you have to have your whole life figured out at 19 and at 20. Like like B-movie, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The animated (laughs) movie, right. You know, here they are graduating their school and they've got just a few moments to decide like here's your job for the rest of your life and they do a really good job of highlighting like how bullshit that is but it's real 
And, and you can start and stop and reset in life over and over and over, and we don't do a very good job of letting 19-year-olds know that, right? That's no excuse to, like, fuck off and not do anything. But you can drive hard and into the night on one thing, and then three or four years down the road say, okay, this isn't for me, and take all of that experience and then go drive hard and into the night in a different direction. And none of that's failure, right? That's just a... You're changing the direction of, of where you're going. You know, saying that, uh, these guys, Connor's 27, right? Yeah. He hasn't said two words this show. Jesse's 24. When you were, in, when you guys were, in, I'm going to ask Connor first. When you were in high school, do you feel like your parents and or school were pushing you in a direction and saying, hey, you need to be getting this stuff figured out? Or was it more like, hey, we're just going to let you go and figure it out? Oh, no. It was all college, 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 this, college, was that. Was it? Prepare for college. You got to go to college. And you, that did not work for you? No. But that was the expectation that was set by schools, by just society in general, was if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful. You're a failure. Yeah, you're a failure. Right. So what did you, I mean, what, what were your personal feelings about that? I'm at, Connor, J- Jesse, just be quiet for a little bit. <laughs> I'm asking Connor specifically, and then I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna ask Jesse the same question. Oh, I've always been like I don't want to follow just the same path that everybody else follows. I okay. like to go off to the right or off to the left. So that and, little bit of rebel mentality, kind of yeah, that's what know, that's what led to everything. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so do you think do you think that if no one were to have pushed you to college say say someone w- came to you when you were set 16 17 18 and said hey you need to own your own business this is what you need to do do you think you would have done that or do you think you may have went to college um i still think i would have went the business route because i've always i've always aspired to want to work for myself okay so do you think if there would have been more programs for you to do that and people would have been pushing you to a technical school or a business management school do you think you would have done that yeah it's it's very dependent on i know these are vague questions yeah yeah but i mean the the possibility would have been a lot higher i should say to to do that versus trying to go to college or something yeah to go to college for some four-year degree that you're never probably going to use yeah so you had a little bit of enlightenment of saying hey I don't necessarily want to go just to college to get a quote-unquote degree, but if there would have been more specific. And and now, I bring that up, you're 27. I bring that up now because, you know, seven years ago, they weren't pushing the technical schools like they're starting to again. Mm -hmm. Like when Mitch and I were in school, they were pushing technical schools. You know, there was, uh, what was it? Uh, vocational Botech. schools, Botech, yeah, and they were pushing them a lot, and I think they kind of quit doing that, right? You know, in more of your generation. Oh, in my and, generation, it was it was looked down upon as oh, you just weren't smart enough to go to a full right? university. Yeah, I bring that up just because of that point, mm-hmm. and now they've got back to that. My point is, just because people are pushing you one way or the other way, you need to be able to step back and open your mind up, and it's hard for young people like. When I was 18, I had no idea. Mm-mm. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I went to community college for a year and a half and wasted all my money and then realized this isn't for me. You know, but no one was pushing you vocational school. No one was pushing you. I, you know, when we were kids, they were just saying you have to do one thing. 
but they weren't explaining to you specifically, this thing will help you do this. This thing will help you do this. This thing will help you do this. And I think there's a real disconnect um, in you know high school and right after high school of what we need to be teaching kids. And I say kids but because we were kids at 18. There's a disconnect, and we need to – you know, kind of close that gap and narrow it down and say, Hey, if you do this, X will happen. If you do this, this will happen. If you do this, Y will happen, you know, and really try to narrow those paths down and let kids choose, Hey, I want to be in more of this field or this field or this field. And I think there, it's just been such a shit show for the last 12 years, 15 years that it really, we really need to get a handle on it. Well, I, Schools do a really good job of trying to teach people what to think instead of how to think. And and you see that with their curriculum and with their, uh, you see it a lot with the agendas that they're pushing through schools now. But if they, if they reared back and focused on teaching kids how to think instead of just like. And that's what they should have been doing all along. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, um, you know. Even even before there was a whole lot of agenda and and everything else going into the curriculum, just the general process of school, they're they're teaching you how to memorize math tables instead of how to actually do the math, right? They're teaching you how to cram for a history test instead of like what led into that yeah. history, right? They're, it's facts and dates and people and times and places instead of. Let's talk about how this came to be, right? So instead of learning about the Holocaust, like how did it happen so we can prevent it from happening again, all we're doing is teaching kids it happened at this place on this date at this time. It was led by this person. And it was bad. And it was bad. Mm -hmm. And that's that's pretty much everyone remembers, right? And so you, yeah, you take it from that foundational thing, and if you teach kids for their entire 18-year uh, you know, you're 18 by the time you graduate college. So if you've been brought high up, school, or right. yeah, 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 high school. If you've been brought up being told what to think about all of those things and how to memorize stuff, you don't know how to think about like what you want to do with your life. That's a you're waiting for somebody to tell you what you want to do with your life. That's a great example of the Holocaust and stuff because there are literally, you know educational documentaries that were six years before that that teach how that happened right that is what is important yeah and they don't even teach that right they they say oh this happened like just like you said this happened this day and then after that this was the this was they're teaching you the aftermath right instead of how did we get there and in the grand scheme of things does it really matter that something happened in 1942 or 43 no, it was like, it was what you would happened. You fail that in, question on the test if you answered wrong. But it was, how about instead you ask the question of how did it get to be? This yeah, bad? in 1938, when they were trying to pick someone and they picked Hitler, how did they? Why did they pick him? Right. I mean, I've seen these documentaries. Oh yeah. Why did they pick him? Yeah. How did he get to power? How did they manipulate him? And then how did he tell them all to get fucked? Yeah. I'm taking this over and I'm going to do it how I wanted, and it backfired on all of them. Right. That is what is important. Just like, I mean, slavery is another great example. Slavery is bad. We all agree on it. Right. It got turned, Emancipation Proclamation was this day. 
Right. Okay. All we're talking about is the aftermath. How did that get started? Right. You know, where did that get started? How do we prevent that from happening in the future or like things happening? Or those are the important parts that we don't even fucking talk about it. Right. And and like take slavery, for example. One, yeah, how did it get started? Two, how did it get fixed? Right? Instead of focusing on the days and the people of who was involved in fixing it, focus on like the actual process of how did it get resolved, right? So that would be teaching people like when you're in a bad scenario, you know, you can do these things to get out of that scenario. You can rally support from here. You can you can quelch the doubters over here. Did you see that documentary about Abraham Lincoln and the days, not just the days, but the months leading up to the Emancipation Proclamation? Uh-uh. It's it, it, it's very intriguing. But you know, he talks about you know he was scared to death that X would happen and not Y would happen, or you know, um, he, so for all of you out there, he was a Republican. And he wanted to end slavery. Right. You know, he was afraid that he would be labeled as a Democrat and would be killed, right. basically, you know, or, or overthrown or whatever. We don't talk about that in school. No. All we talk about is this is what happened, this is what he did, and this is the aftermath. And that this country is bad and a racist, terrible place. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, love, how, to... I love how they flip it. So <laughs> the Democratic Party loved slavery. But the Republicans are trying to hold black people down. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does that work? Well, it, that's just that playbook. They're always looking yeah. to they're always looking take to the opposite stance. They're the always looking, and, and we're not going to get into a bunch of that right now. But I mean, right. it just it's amazing the fact that our education system has completely missed what's important when it comes to, and that's why I think this is a completely side tangent. That's why I think all these other countries, you know, like France and England and China and Japan, they're all kicking our ass yeah. because all the social bullshit they've left out of school. And they're like, hey, look, you know, what we need to really learn about is chemistry yeah. and math and science and the things that are fucking important. And the right. rest of that crap can go to the fucking wayside. Well, you've seen what they do with TikTok in China, right? TikTok in China is not a fun app. TikTok in China is used to teach children cool science experiments and cool stories and pieces of history and and all of that stuff. And it shuts off at a certain time. Like you can only it, it shuts off after like seven o'clock or something like that. But it is not used for pleasure. It is not used for wasting hours and hours and hours and hours of your day away like it is here in America. Yeah. It's, it's literally used to enrich and empower their children to be better people. Yeah, and we've we've completely lost track of all of that. Right, it's fucking insanity. Right, right. We would rather blame, you know, try to point the finger at people for reasons why they are this or why they are that, or use them as pawns to push a political agenda here or there, instead of looking at the big picture of like, we're gonna get our asses kicked in the next world war because we have an entire generation of softies because they were too busy wondering if they're being racist because they don't see color and or being told they're racist because they don't see color instead of being allowed to be masculine males that have the ability and the discipline to to go yeah you know achieve something they set their hearts out to achieve i can't remember if it was canada or england but someone was on this has been like five years ago they were like i don't understand why america has a race problem 
Because literally what they said. Stop talking about it. Or just (laughs) letting people live and be fucking who they are. Right. America doesn't. I mean, realistically, America does not have a race problem. The media has a race problem. Yeah. America is fine. Yeah. And Um, they just keep fucking putting it on it, putting it on it, putting it on it. And then next thing you know, oh, we got fucking problems. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a sad meme, but it's very accurate. Like, if you want to eliminate racism in America, just turn the TV off and, like, literally walk down the street. Because you're going to see people of all different colors, and you're going to have fun with them, and you're going to talk to them, and you're going to laugh, and you're going to share a meal, and you're going to enjoy the company of literally anybody you come in contact with, right? Like, I can't... I can't remember the last interaction I had with anybody that went racial. But yet you watch the media and they try to tell you it's everywhere. Yeah. But you, I mean, I I interact with a ton of people all the time and I can't ever remember an interaction that went racial like in person. Yeah. So it's horseshit. It happens more in the media than anywhere else. So I don't even know where we started all the conversations at. We were talking about how (laughs) the media is removing your individuality. Oh, that's right. So, you want to pull out another topic? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this topic out, and I'm going to ask Jesse, and he's going to answer. And I promise is. I'll have something to say about it. Uh, we just talked about that in that entire thing. So. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to talk about gun control again. You like guns? I'm really no. not a gun nut. I don't know a whole lot about guns, okay. but I am well, a big 2A perfect, supporter. Then. <laughs> well, all this says is gun control. We're going to talk about it again. That's all it fucking says. <laughs> so we're going to talk about gun control for 10 minutes. Let's do it. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you? Let me ask you this. Should I be able to go buy an AR-15 and only have to fill out a little FFL background check? You should be able to buy whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Love it. No, take it. I'm driving my new gun home. Yeah, I'm driving. driving? I'm it's driving. Because it's a fucking tank. Yeah, I'm driving <laughs> whatever the fuck I want when I go home. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I had recently heard an interesting twist on the Second Amendment, and you know, a lot of people get off on the weeds of did they really mean assault rifles or did they really mean high-capacity magazines or, you know, it was... It was it's, drawn up during the musket times. And it all says this. unenfringed. Well, uh, I had heard a, a lawyer's representation of the Second Amendment, and, and it was basically that the general public should have access to every single weapon that the United States military has access to at all times. And, and the purpose of the Second Amendment was to protect the general public from the government, not necessarily from each other. And, and the only way to do that is to give the general public the same access to the weapons that the military has. Yeah, exactly. And, and the re, you know what I like to bring up to people that – so um, leftists that say you shouldn't be able to have that AR-15. You shouldn't be able to have high round mags. You shouldn't be able to have this. And you should, I say, okay, so what if Trump got reelected and then Trump created a dictatorship? And you and all your people wanted to rise up right. and overtake him. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have fucking guns to do it. What would you do? We'd do it with love. They yeah. fucking panic <laughs> and they look at me and they're like... We'd bang trash can lids the together whole, and scare them. The whole point of the Second Amendment, and we've talked about this on other shows, is... I, I can't remember the word for word, but it's to um, be able to overtake a tyrannical government. 
Right. Is to protect yourself from a tyrannical government. Right. Realistically, with where we're at, Connor and I talk about this often. If we were ever to revolt, if the military is not on your side, you're getting wiped. Yeah. It you don't... come out to my house, I'm taking my share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might get wiped, but I'm taking a few with but me. But I'm taking some with me. Right. We but... don't have fighter jets. <laughs> Correct. Right, right. Well, I mean, you, you take, like, the, the far left that doesn't want you to have all the, you know, quote-unquote assault rifles and whatever else, but they were all cheering the U.S. government on whenever we were shipping cases of assault rifles over to arm the general public of Ukraine. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Like, like, that's, I mean, that's a, like, hypocrisy at its finest. Like, well, and, and to piggyback on that, the only reason this country hasn't been attacked on our ground to quote the Japanese general that said there would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Right. That's why. Yeah. If someone, if any country ever fucking came over here and said, we're just going to, okay, we're bringing the war to your doorstep. Good fucking luck. Right. Cause even if you, even if you got past the army and you got past the Navy and you got past everything else, the hillbillies that are on the ground, yeah, they're on your ass. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know what the population is, but the number of people that own guns is insane. Yeah. I mean, it's insanely high percentage-wise, and but all of those people have 10 yeah. or 12. And if something did happen, I'm giving them out. Hey, Jesse, take this. Connor, take and this. And I'm banging shit. Yeah, right. here, take this. And that is why no one has ever thought to fucking come over here because they know what would happen. Right. I mean, it's right. obvious. And I don't understand. You know, we talk about media manipulation and gun control manipulation and all this other stuff that happens that's one of the key points of the second amendment is they hold all that stuff out of what would actually happen if there was a conflict right if if something did happen i mean no one's coming here i i often wonder if the next world war isn't fought without guns like like what you what what, what well, i'll take like covid for example are right. you talking biological warfare? Yeah, like the lab leak theory. Right? That's why I live in Missouri. A lot of ground around. No one yeah, wants I to know. hang out. I know. You I know. know. We're, we're sheltered from that. But, I mean, it, it would be pretty easy to envision a world war that isn't where, like, not a single shot's fired. But yet massive casualties occur and countries are devastated, right? Like, literally the differences from what China does with TikTok versus what the TikTok we see, right? Like, that could be construed as one wartime tactic they're, mm-hmm. they're literally like watering down the capabilities of one nation while mm-hmm. empowering the capabilities of another just through a fucking app yeah right? so I, I wouldn't be surprised if if the next major world war is fought with you know little to almost no gunshots being fired i hope i'm either 80 or dead oh right you know what i mean right <laughs> like yeah. that's what i hope yeah I mean, you look at the very realistic possibility that COVID was a lab leak and it was intentional. It was. Right. I don't think it was intentional, but it was a lab leak. Right. I think well, it was a lab leak. I mean, I don't think we'll ever know, but let's say it no, was. No, but I feel like that's what it was. Right. Let's say it was. That's a pretty fucking smart way to go to war with the world. Well, I mean, yes, but, but it, it, killed, it killed more of them than it did us. Right. Actually, so, that's not true. I think missed we're a the decimal le- point on when they should have vaccinated their population. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, they they try to act like we're all in this together, but there wasn't a worldwide vaccination. No, so every vaccination was kind of nation to nation. First nation off, to every vaccination came from our us. 
we fucking made the vaccinations. I don't think China's taken any of ours. No, but they took. <laughs> that's that, but that's the same thing as them stealing our technology and then making better TVs and then sending it back. Right. They've taken it and then. Yeah. I mean, spy trials are a real thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean. I think gun control largely lately. Has Not just that, been yeah, we've some, completely gov well, side tangent. I think it's I think it's been some thing that the media brings up and the political parties bring up just to keep the public arguing. And it's never like it hasn't gun control hasn't made any massive movements in the last twenty years, and it's not going to make any massive movements in the next twenty years. Like, I don't I don't personally think so either. I mean, after the Las Vegas thing, they banned bump stocks. Big fucking deal. Yeah, I got like a binary. I got a binary trigger on one, and it makes that bump stock look like garbage. That was another right. scam. Right. Yeah. So like, there's no massive movements going either way. But man, people waste a lot of time arguing gun control when it's not. It's not going to change. It's not going to go anywhere. It's protected by the Constitution. It's pretty stable. Yeah. So. What's Connor? What What are your thoughts on gun control? I I asked Jesse the question to start. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts when I say to you, "Hey, man, okay, everybody stop, Boy. everybody stop, let's talk about it." Wow, that was Mitch Smedley's fucking phone. My phone's on vibrate. That was an alarm. I have, first off, I call bullshit. I have an alarm that goes off every day at nine thirty. So it's nine thirty. Oh it's shit, nine thirty. Is that like bang your wife at nine thirty? Like no. the alarm so, goes off, that means take a Viagra. Nine thirty. This is what you do. When you're old, nine thirty. This is what happens. Take the pill. (laughs) Sorry, was that too much? No, Connor. When I when I say to you, "Hey, man, they're going to take our Second Amendment away." Like, what is your natural reaction? Absolutely not. It's like, what? I mean, do you think there should be any limits? Do you think you should be able to have whatever you want? I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. Obviously, I we think probably I, can't go buy fighter jets or, like, tanks and shit like that. You, you can actually go on eBay right now and go buy a fighter jet. You can't put a missile on it, though, I look. You, yeah, you're right. You can't <laughs> put the missile on it. Yeah. Missile option box is grayed out. You cannot check You cannot put box. the missile on the F-16. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. No, when it comes so to gun control. Uninfringed is, is oh, your yeah. point of view. But I just think when it comes to gun control and what everybody says, I feel like gun control is like a living, breathing entity. It forms to whatever the current state of what they want it to be is. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. I do love it. Yeah. A living, breathing analogy. Yeah. That's an excellent answer. That's a. From the guy who you hasn't might be said, a little toxically masculine with an answer. Yeah, like that. I know. Yeah, Somebody's... you're you're too tough and sensitive at the same time, so we have to ban you. Yeah. All right, oh. Dave, pull another one out of your hat. Okay. Well, all right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, okay. Jesse made this up earlier. People work five days a week to just have two days. Correct. For fun. They do. Explain, explain what you meant by that. I, we did these before the show, so yep. this is one he, he came up with. So I like I, it. I'm not good at math, but if you take... <laughs> five plus two is seven? Is that what you mean? Yep. You know where we're going, and you add that up, and you go, okay, I had fun... Not to mention the two days that you had fun completely erased the five days of productivity you had. I right. see that very often with people. We our just age. did a show on this. We're gonna. Yep. This is gonna be good. I like it. Not to mention that, but if you add it up and you drag five days through the week and you're not enjoying your five days through the week, but you're like, oh, but I'm gonna, I can go get drunk on the weekends. That's fun. Well, 
you're not going to live a happy life. You're not. And not only that, you're just setting yourself back. Because if you really want to get ahead, especially at a younger age, you're working weekends. You're working nights. You're working weekends. you got to do the things that people don't want to do. And I see so many people. I see guys that make good money. You know, younger guys that make good money. And they go out and get drunk and shit. Start buying everybody shots in the bar. And then they wonder why they have no money. I love this topic because... When I was young, that's what I did. Like we, before I got married, you would work five days, all right, and then Friday night would roll around and you'd get that check. Okay, now I get to live. It's yeah, Friday. you'd go and out and that. you'd fucking party and you'd party Saturday and Sunday you'd try. But then by the time Monday came around, you didn't save your money. Nope. You were hungover as fuck. So not only did you burn all your money up, but you were unproductive on Monday at least. Yep. Let alone maybe on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know, and you literally, all you were, we just talked about this. You were in a cycle of shit that did not get you anywhere. Correct. And every and everyone was okay with it. That is the problem. Right. And I think that's what you meant when you brought it up. That's the problem. There has to, you have to break the cycle of this is what everyone's doing. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to work five days, be off two days. I'm going to work five days and be off two days. But those two days, you're pissing away everything that you worked for the previous five days. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's insanity. I like this schedule of just have seven productive, I mean, you don't have to be as intense about it as like we are, but I like seven productive days that aren't like over the top, right? So like... I'll go to work at 10 in the morning, work until 2, go get lunch, come back, work until, say, 8, and then I can go out and I'll have maybe one beer, and I'll go home, watch a movie, like it's a weekend. Like, I don't have a real concept of, like, a week, the 5 plus 2. I don't... Yeah, we've talked about that on previous shows, too, where the moment you walk away from your W-2 job... And you become self-employed. Time almost becomes irrelevant mm-hmm. because at your at your W two job, you're you're stuck to a schedule. You've got productivity demands. You've got a schedule. You've got to meet. You've got everything else. Well, the moment you walk away from all, and that schedule is set by somebody else. Mm-hmm. The moment you walk away from that, now you set the schedule, and and like David said just on the previous episode. Now you're working against time. You have a list of objectives you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling you you have to. You want to achieve them, and you've only got so much time to do it. And so time almost becomes the enemy at at that point, whereas when you're working for somebody else, you can't wait for time to clock out and go home. There is nothing worse than staring at a clock and wishing your time away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah There's and, nothing worse than spending eight hours at a job only to look at the clock and realize it's been five minutes. Well, and for guys that are <laughs> for guys that are not in a position to immediately move into um, being self-employed, what helps a lot, I think, it, it did for me in the beginning, you know, right when I was thinking about transitioning, is, you know... Like I was up at five and then I was at work by seven thirty or eight at this previous place. And then I would work till three or four. Okay. And I would do that for five days. But then when Friday came around, you, you had to not cut loose. 
Like you had to realize, okay, I'm going to, I've put that time in. It was really hard for me to make that money. I have to realize that I can't piss that away. And that's the self-discipline that we talk about all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to say, okay, listen, me and my girlfriend, I'm going to take her out one night. We're either going out Friday or we're going to go out Saturday. Not going both. And we're not going out crazy. And we're not staying out till 2 fucking a.m. both nights. Right. So that Sunday's a fucking... That Recovery was, day. That was, the, that was the hardest problem for me. Mitch knows me very well. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sunday, I, I mean, Mitch would be lucky to see me on fucking Sundays. All right? And it still fucked me on Mondays. Because you were tore up. I was tore the fuck up. Yep. Okay? And I blew all that fucking money. All right. I mean, it was for me to make the transition from doing that to slowly changing and realizing I was pissing my shit away was a humbling experience for me. Like literally you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, dude, I'm fucking this up. I cannot be doing this. And that's while I was working for someone else. Okay, you have to be able to say, hey, I can't be doing that if I want to get ahead. Not only can I not be doing it, like even if I was self-employed. It would be tough, but I was working for someone else where I was making half the money, so I'm screwing myself twice as hard. It's a right. deadly cycle because when you hate those five days, when you clock out you on Friday, away, you go, you know what? I deserve to go have <laughs> we talk the big about, weekend. Yeah. That's so great you said that because we have fucking talked about this yeah. day in and day out about you. even if you do deserve it, let's say you do, okay? You're not doing yourself any justice blowing that money. You need to be hanging on to it. And nobody deserves it every weekend, right? Like, you can deserve it once every couple of months or once a month. Or, you know, you hit a, you have a monthly milestone. You hit a goal. You want to go out and celebrate. And you you celebrate hard, right? Like, that's, that's kind of my MO is, like, work hard, play hard. Only... Most people use that ex- excuse of like work hard, play hard, of like work hard for five days, play hard for two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's that doesn't like, work. Yeah, mine's like work hard for a month, celebrate one night. Yeah, and, you know? and that's what Jesse, we were talking about before the show, we wrote that down. That's exactly what he was talking about. You can't, you can't do it. I almost ruined my fucking life. Yeah. For a year and a half, I was doing that. Yeah. Five, five working, two hard as fuck. And it wasn't just two, it was Friday night. Yeah, two Saturday, and a half. Saturday night. Sunday, oh shit, what yeah. am I going to do? And then you've pissed away Sunday altogether. Yeah. You know, you're not doing those things to re- now when you're 21, it's not a big deal. You can you bounce back a little better than when you're 35. Right. You know, but still, you know, if I could have a lot of that time back of man, what could I have been doing yeah. on Saturday or what could I have been doing on Sunday? Right. You know? No, I pissed that shit away. Yeah. And I mean, I wish I had those times back. Yeah. yeah. You know? Success is made on the weekends. Yeah, it is. And even if, like Jesse was saying, you know, now what I do and what everyone I know that's successful does is they work those five or they work, say they work four. And then Thursday is a um, office day or, you know, a catch up day. And then Saturday is a billing day. Right. You can build those soft times into your schedule Mm -hmm. so where you're not completely burned the fuck out. Right. And then Sunday is a no day. Right. Fuck everybody on Sundays is my view now. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I ain't doing shit. Right. Call me if you want. You're, I'm not happening. Yeah. We don't even answer our phones on Sundays. Yeah. So. I mean, not to just take over that whole topic, but I mean, yeah. it was when he said that, I thought, oh shit. When I was, 
you know, even younger than him, I, man, I was pissing that time away. That's the thing. Now, nowadays, you know, right now it's our busy time, so we're working a lot of weekends. But we don't have to work every weekend. Like, we used, while everybody else was out drinking and partying for a long time, for at least a few years there, we were working on weekends, period. And that got us so far ahead. Because it's a double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. Not only are you making money, but you're not out blowing it. Right? Yeah. Right? right? So it's like kind of exponential. It is exponential. Yeah. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. a great word for it. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, it doesn't have to mean that you're grinding away on the weekends, working, 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 working. It could just mean you're not partying and blowing everything that you've worked for. Yeah. So and you can take a nice easy weekend. You can go actually off. Netflix and chill. Yeah, and it's <laughs> let's be honest, it's easier when you're older cuz yeah. you're more tired. Yeah. I mean, let's let's just say that out front. I mean, like so Connor's three years older than Jesse. So Connor, I mean, when we say, I mean, what were you doing when he was out partying three years ago? Were you doing the same? Or were you more of a laid back, I'm going to soak my I, time up? Or I, I mean, was more chill at that point, for sure. Were you? Because I still had a girlfriend at that time, so I wasn't going out doing all the kind of partying stuff What so about much. when you were 19? What were you doing oh, yeah, absolutely. You're burning that money up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, chasing every that weekend. Around? Every weekend. <laughs> burning all you your money. You want to get him in trouble. He's a newly married man. You going to the tip bar? What <laughs> are you doing? I'm not huh? talking. <laughs> I'm not, he's a smart newly married man. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not going to say shit. And there's times where I go out on weekends, and, you know, I go out with a group of guys, great group of guys, a lot of fun. I'll have one beer. I'm not joking. I can't even tell you how many nights I've spent, like, nine dollars yeah and i had a great fucking time yeah it's yeah. not like when you're 21 you go out and you're like i'm gonna have to drink this i'm gonna buy you a shot man i'm gonna do and at that point I'm gonna that, do this i'm gonna do that when you're run, when you're around the right group of people too it's a whole lot easier to have the fun that don't even we, get you nowhere if you're a drunk fuck you ain't taking nothing home no no you're not and we you, talk about you that guys too are car guys too nine dollars would get you like 40 miles down the road with the price of gas it is, right? Like, it's hard to have fun with nine bucks in a car. Don't fire me up. <laughs> oh, that fucking stupid ass. We're doing one more topic. One more? One more. I'm going to pick it out of here. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> this is for Mitch. Uh-oh. Mitch brought up earlier the media and the depiction of health versus President Joe Jackass Biden falling off a bike versus uh, President Trump yeah, being yeah. in great health and the media just trolling him yeah. for being fat right. and out of, out of shape. And we're, we're probably not talking – I mean, you, you'd have to That's be just an what idiot I wrote to, down. to not see this, right? But anybody who can't see that the media heavily – tries to control what you think about any president is is a massive problem, right? So, like, when Trump was in office, there was a time where he was walking down a slippery ramp, and so he was walking very slowly. And the, the media literally, like, I don't think anybody in the government was talking this, but the media was, like, on air having conversations about invoking the 25th Amendment because Trump is, you know, he's not able to walk down a ramp very well. And and meanwhile, we have Biden, who can't string a sentence together without gaffing it in some way, and then he like falls off of a bicycle 
Like he's he's literally probably the least physically healthy president we've had in the last twenty years. And the media is dead silent about it. He like, w- he wadded it up just trying to put his feet down. Right. right. Yeah, like, like he literally he laughed, put his foot down, fell over. Right. I mean, like I. I mean, I get it. His foot got caught in the little toe strap thing. I, I totally get it. However, uh, Trump was probably one of the best golfing presidents ever. Uh, Bill Clinton. I mean, he used to. The Secret Service used to have a fucking conniption with him because he wanted to go running and he would deviate from their running plan all the time and he would just. He's running, right? He's. Yeah. I mean, love or hate Bill Clinton, he was. I mean, anybody off, that can run as much as he was doing, he's he's pretty physically fit. First off, I hate all Democrats except for Bill Clinton. Balance the budget, bang side bitches. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you. I mean, I don't know how you don't like the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's in the Oval Office. I mean, other than other than JFK, I mean, it just makes you want a cigar, doesn't it? It just. I mean, I just got mad respect for the guy. Right. You know, it's just like you're old as balls. And you're like, you know what? I don't care how old I am. Right. I don't care that I'm president. I don't care about this. I'm going to yeah. drink me some bourbon. I'm going to... Yeah, it's... I, I it, mean, I just... I it, got... My my inner masculinity oh. says you can't do that. Like, I wouldn't do that. I'm married. But, like, my inner angry gremlin is like, dude, fucking bang that bitch. Monica's you know? got some tight yeah, on. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. You just... Like, your inner guy that is... Like untethered is like, dude, get it, get it. You know, you're just like, you're like, that's what I want out of my president. I want the public, him to be you're like, he shouldn't do that, and then uh, inside you're like, yeah, way to go, man. I want my president <laughs> to be a badass. You know what I mean? Right. And that's right. just that's like being a dude. You know, yeah. like, hey, you know what? I'm 78 years old. I don't know how old he was. I, I mean, don't know. Fucking, you know what I'm gonna do? You're you're dead right. The president should be a badass, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's representing what's supposed to be the most powerful country in the nation. Yeah. And who do you think would win in a boxing match, Putin or Biden? Oh, Putin, fuck him up. Right. He's ex KJV. Right. Like, name a president out there that wouldn't kick Biden's ass in a boxing match. Like, first off, my nine-year-old daughter could beat that old man's ass. That, like, I just tell him, dry throat him and punch him in the sack. He's going down. If, she if, and she could do it. If you don't have your physical wits about you, you probably don't have your mental wits about you either. No, physicals so, first, mental second. Right. So it, it's just really annoying to watch the media. Like, <laughs> like anybody who's seen the clip of Biden falling off a bike. He's laughing. He's laughing the whole way down. Well, it's I, hilarious. I guarantee you, you didn't see it on the news. Because no. the news is like no. burying that. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to see that. Yeah, right? to YouTube that shit. Right. You had to YouTube it, Facebook it, you send it to friends on you know Messenger or whatever. Uh, the, the media is like dead silent, right? But yet when Trump walks slowly down a ramp, we had to watch the news have expert after expert after expert talk about what this might mean and do we need to invoke the twenty fifth and is he fit for office? Let's and... let's be honest. What would happen if he? I think I think that if they wanted to invoke the 25th, they would have done it on Biden. I'm talking about Biden. But the problem is then Cackle Bridges is in there. Well, you don't have – Republicans don't have any control to do that, right? So no, like we come past midterm elections. I think the Democrats would do it. That's my point. I think that if there was a strong vice president, they would probably do it. Yeah, maybe. because they don't like him and they don't like what the fuck's going on. Right. But then you got Cackle Britches McGee in there. Yeah, and she can't. I mean, she's a complete fucking idiot. She's right. even less liked than he is. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, she polled like 1% during the primary. It's yeah. awful. If that. She was the first Democratic primary person to go. Right. She was the first one yeah. that everyone was like, nope. This bitch is out. She's I, an idiot. I would love. Yeah, to she's watch, vice president somehow. Are I would you love freaking to watch the Republicans me? take control of the House and literally flip it back on them, back on the Democrats, much like we saw for the last two years of Trump. Oh yeah. Whereas twenty four seven impeachment trial. This, yeah, we're gonna impeach you this. That, impeachment this. You know, like just just fucking rail on them, and, and you've got all the grounds to do it. Like. More yeah. than enough grounds. To yeah, do it, but so. they're baby shit soft. I know. I'm mm-hmm. stuck thinking about Joe Biden fighting. Yeah. Lori Lightfoot would fold his shit. <laughs> well, that's because Beetlejuice can kick anybody's ass. First off, yeah. if they let me fight Joe Biden, like UFC style, I'd let him tie both my hands behind my back, and I'd just try to beat him with my feet. Yeah. That would be like my, I, I think I could do it. Be your go-to? I think I could do it with both my hands tied behind my back. All you have to do is put a bicycle in front of him, I and he's th- down. I'm serious. I think Layla, my nine-year-old daughter, could whip his ass. Yeah. He'd I be th- smelling her the whole time. <laughs> hey, he's girl. got her on the back. Hey, girl. No, he's just sniffing. I think I, I think literally if I told her, if you punch him in the groin and he goes to his knees, punch him in the throat, and she'd have him. I think she could do it. I don't doubt that. Right. I think she could do it. It's such a joke. But, yeah, the media would stay silent about it, or they would talk about the disgrace of a girl instead of the fact that a president got their ass kicked by a nine-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's okay, because every clip that he has jogging, they just keep showing that on repeat after he fell off his bike. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're just like, oh, look, look, he's fine, he's fine, he's yeah. good. He's yeah. fine, he's not about to look freaking Look at him jogging die. like this. I think he had a stroke two years ago, and they just, I don't know what they're doing. Like, it's a body double. I don't, right. I don't know what's happening. I don't even turn the TV on anymore. It's no. bad, ain't it? It's yeah. fucking bad. I don't it's... have cable. Good for you. You shouldn't. And it yeah. ain't because I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to watch this shit. It ain't because I'm broke. <laughs> love it. I just don't want to listen to their crap. Love it, love it. Oh, my God. Well, this is uh, this has been a pretty fun episode. We've we've never done a Beyond the Void with guests, so this will be the we've... last. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to we may have to do something like this again. So, guys, until next week, um, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you later. But uh, keep kicking ass out there and keep working towards crossing the void from employee to self-employed. We will see you later. Later. Pedal down. Mm-hmm.